Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan, Jonathan Milligan. Do you classify yourself as a workaholic? Well, some of us, if we are workaholics, maybe we don't want to admit it. Maybe we say we're just passionate about our work. But my question, let me ask it a couple different ways. Do you have clear boundaries around your work? Is there a time each day that you actually turn off work in your head? Do you have a day of the week when you completely disconnect from work, at least for a few hours, if not a whole day? Well, I want to share some strategies for you today, four productivity secrets that every workaholic should know. Now, if you're currently an hourly employee, then the following advice might be a little difficult and you might have to get a little creative, but for the rest of you who have control over how you spend your time in your work, I want to rescue you from your work. Number one, schedule your downtime before your work time. See, if you're going to set healthy boundaries around your work, then it has to start with you. In an interview with Productive Magazine, Laura Stack talked about how she sets boundaries around her work. And she said, The biggest thing in my life to me is to be a mother and a wife. And if I fail there, I fail everywhere. My kids are 10, 11, and 16, and I'm just like everyone else, trying to run a house and I'm married, and I'm in business. For example, at the beginning of each year, I block out four weeks of vacation on the calendar, and it's non-negotiable. It's hard if you don't create the boundaries for yourself first. I love that. Have you done that? Have you taken time to create the boundaries for yourself first? I want you to take a look at your calendar, even right now if you're able to, and intentionally schedule some downtime. You see, what doesn't get scheduled doesn't get done. You have to schedule your off time, or it's probably not going to happen. So decide ahead of time your downtime. Number two for you workaholics out there, or people who are just really passionate about their work, I want you to limit your working hours on purpose. You see, there's a fallacy out there that the number of hours worked is a measure of our productivity. But I want to submit to you that number of hours worked should never be a measure of productivity. Results should be our measure. See, one of the hardest mental shifts, especially for those of you that are self-employed out there, is to move from trading time for dollars to results for dollars. Somehow we think that since we spend 50 plus hours on our new business that we've progressed somehow. But is that really true? I love the illustration Zig Ziglar used for many years. He always pointed out that we're the most productive the day before vacation. Why is that? Well, it's because Parkinson's law is in full effect. Well, what's Parkinson's law? A task will expand to fill the time that is allotted for it. The bottom line is, more hours worked does not equal more productivity. So limit your work hours 
and focus on results. Number three, set personal policies in place to enforce your intentions. For me, this has been extremely helpful to set some personal policies in place. Let me give you an example of a few that you could use. It could be, I have dinner each night with my family no matter what. Or, I will walk out and shut my home office door every day at 6 p.m. to symbolize that I'm closed for the day. That's good for those of you who work from home. Or, I can only work on planning on the weekends. Now, I don't know which one's right for you, but set some personal policies. See, your intentions to work less mean nothing until you develop your own personal policies to follow. And then the last one I want to give you, number four for you workaholics out there, is delegate the stuff that you can teach someone else to do. So how much of your time in a given week is spent on tasks outside of your core genius? And how would your work be different if you were able to spend the majority of your week in your areas of strength? You see, this doesn't begin to happen until we value delegating the things we can teach someone else to do. You don't have to do everything. You just think you do. And here's a good, let me, let me just give you a couple questions that will help you. If you say, well, I don't know, should I delegate the task or should I not? Well, here's a couple questions. Number one, is this a repetitive task with a predictable process? If it's a repetitive task that happens in your business or your work and it's predictable, meaning step one, step two, step three, step four, delegate that out. Give that to someone else to do. Number two, can it be taught to someone else? See, if it can be taught, then someone else can do that. You should be focused on the things that only you can do. When you value delegation, leverage enters into your life. And leverage is when things get done without you having to do them. It's a powerful thing. So for your workaholics, let me give you a quick wrap up. One, schedule your downtime before your work time. Two, limit your working hours on purpose. Three, set those personal policies in place. And four, delegate the stuff that you can teach someone else to do. So out of those, what is one step you can take this week to place better boundaries? around your work. Today's podcast was brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial just for being a Simple Life Habits listener. To grab your free audiobook download, just go to audibletrial.com/habits. Again, that's audibletrial.com/habits. For your free audio download, I'd personally recommend you grab a copy of Essentialism by Greg McNown. I'm on my second time through and absolutely loving it. Well, until next time, remember, small shifts lead to big payoffs.